What is up? Welcome to the Nutrition Awareness Podcast. My name is Kate, registered dietitian and emotional eating coach. Each episode, I will bring you a motivational message or an inspiring guest to help you make informed nutrition decisions that fuel your life, not restrict it. Whether you are new to the podcast or an OG listener, thanks for spending this time with me today. Now, let's get into it. Welcome back to another episode of the Nutrition Awareness Podcast. I love this podcast so much. Can I just tell you that? And the fact that you guys keep showing up and tuning in makes the work we put into making this bad boy happen totally worth it. If you are a returning listener or one of our clients, I want to thank you so much for listening again. I hope you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you're new, welcome. Today's episode is going to be a little bit more lighter and a little bit more, um, let's say, surface level compared to some of our other episodes. So if you really want to dive deep and listen to some of our episodes where we discuss in-depth nutrition topics such as how food influences our behavior, the dangers of restrictive dieting, and the troubles that people have gone through with yo-yo dieting, be sure to look at some of our older episodes because they are going to be a bit more in-depth. But I'm really excited to record this episode because I think it's time we kind of lighten things up. Sometimes, I know at least with the episodes I record, I get real into my feels and sometimes things can be a little bit emotional. So I'd love to know your feedback on today's topic, which was actually submitted by one of my clients. And she actually did this through our Instagram poll. So we are on Instagram all the time. I'm asking for ideas for blogs, for podcasts. So if you would like to submit a request as well, please send us a DM on Instagram at nutrition.awareness. We really want to put stuff out here that actually helps you live a healthier life. I think sometimes as dietitians, we think we know what people want to hear, but it's important we hear it directly from you so we can give you what you want. So directly from one of our followers and clients, today's topic is a dietitian's grocery store go-to's. So I interpreted this as things that dietitians constantly throw into their grocery cart. So I'm recording this episode alone. If you're new to the podcast, you know that Megan, the other dietitian here at Nutrition Awareness, she also does a lot of the podcasts. So I just sent her a quick message and I said, hey, I need a list of your grocery store go-tos since I'm doing this one alone today. So I'm going to share some of mine and some of hers. And not surprisingly, we had a few overlapping ones. So you know they are going to be good options for you. So we believe it's really, really important as dietitians to set up your environment for success. There is nothing wrong with enjoying a cupcake or french fries, but you got to ask yourself, are these food items worth keeping stocked in your pantry or your fridge at home? Answer is, well, it depends on your goals, portion size, and self-discipline around food. I prefer to keep my house stocked with lots of food, 90% of those being really healthy options and then a few small treats for when I need them. When I eat in accordance to my goals at home, I don't feel as guilty eating out with friends or at social events. So there's no restriction involved, just a conscious effort to eat for my health so I can enjoy more decadent food when it's worth it. I feel like if I'm at home and I'm eating my day-to-day, business-as-usual, delicious, healthy food, then I don't even have to think twice when I go out to eat and I'm really craving truffle fries. So that's just how I live my life. So I want to share with you guys my top five grocery go-tos, and then I'll share with you Megan's grocery go-to items. 
Item number one on my list, frozen fruits and veggies. I know, such a stereotypical dietitian answer, but hear me out. A common misconception is that frozen produce is not as healthy as fresh, but luckily for value shoppers or people who don't have time or even access to a grocery store multiple times per week, frozen fruits and veggies are great choices. Why? They are picked at the time of peak freshness, meaning they're packed with vitamins, minerals, and flavor. Now, I do personally think that fresh vegetables and fresh fruit taste better, but I don't have a whole family to feed, so it's hard for me to stock up on a lot of produce without it going bad unless I take multiple trips to the store every week. Of course, if you do happen to overbuy fruits and veggies, you can always freeze the ones you don't have time to eat before they go bad. In fact, it's just helpful to stock up on frozen fruits and vegetables regardless because you can add them to recipes that lack fiber. Just make sure the package of fruits and veggies you buy have no additives if you are in the frozen section. So look for only the name of vegetables or fruit in the ingredients. Avoid any frozen fruit with added sugar, and that goes for dry fruit as well. And skip the frozen veggies that are mixed with sauces or gravies. You only want the name of the fruit or vegetable in the ingredients. So if you're buying frozen broccoli, the only ingredient should be broccoli and maybe a little salt. Although I would say try to find the ones that don't have added salt because we are Americans and we overconsume salt anyway. So I usually have frozen broccoli stocked up because it's easy to roast as a side dish or add to pastas and rice if I chop it, or I can steam it in a pinch to just kind of beef up a meal. I also like to have cauliflower rice to add volume to the starches I'm already making. So if I am making brown rice, but I don't want to have a whole cup of rice because I'm I'm having other carbs at that meal, I mix cauliflower rice in there to give me a little bit more volume, some more fiber, and make my plate look more full. I also like to keep frozen bananas, berries, pineapple, and spinach to blend into my smoothies. So item number two on my list, Greek yogurt or cottage cheese. I don't have any dairy intolerances, so I always keep Greek yogurt or cottage cheese handy. They're both good sources of protein and make easy quick snacks that hold me over when I'm going a long time between meals. When I asked Megan about her grocery list, she mentioned the Faye 2%. And this happens to be on my list as well. That's the only type of Greek yogurt I go to. Megan said she gets it because it's creamy, delicious, and it has no added sugar when you buy the plain. Now, a tip here, you wanna avoid the fat-free. So with Faye or other brands like Chobani, they're gonna have the fat-free, some of them have 2% or 1%, and then they have the whole fat. Don't buy the fat-free one. It tastes so gross. (laughs) Okay, maybe not gross, but to me it tastes like sour cream. It it literally feels like you're eating a tub of sour cream, which makes it a great substitute for sour cream in recipes, or maybe if you're adding it to a fruit smoothie where another flavor is going to completely mask the sour taste. But seriously, get the 2%. Getting the fat in there actually keeps you fuller longer, so you're not going to be hungry an hour later. In fact, I even compared the containers of the 2% Faye yogurt with the 0%, and the Faye only has about 50 more calories and it has more protein than the 0%. So with my cottage cheese, I like to mix in unsweetened pumpkin, so canned pumpkin, not the pumpkin pie mix, just pumpkin, with some crushed pecans and cinnamon. I know it sounds really weird, but it's a good, delicious treat that's really healthy and full of fiber and protein. And then with my yogurt, I usually top it with a combo of fruit, nuts, chia seeds, and or low sugar granola. 
Number three, a natural whey protein powder. I always keep whey protein powder stocked in my pantry because it's an easy peasy way to balance out a smoothie or a big treat that's lacking nutrition or sustenance. It's important to keep a natural whey protein powder around because I've talked about this before. Protein powders and supplements can get real funky and real weird. So you got to monitor the ingredients. You want to look for proteins that have very few ingredients and no artificial sugars like sucralose. A few brands that we recommend are the Naked Whey Protein or the Less Naked Whey. I use the First Form Formula One Natural. I am affiliated with First Form, so if you are interested in trying that protein, you can go to firstform.com kr for free shipping. I really recommend their natural protein because it mixes really well, it tastes delicious, and there are no weird ingredients. It is sweetened with stevia and has virtually no carbohydrates. I will link that form for you in the show notes. Note that first form is spelled with the number one, S-T-P-H-O-R-M.com slash K-R. So I also like to drink my whey protein isolates, my Formula One, after a lift, especially if I am having trouble getting enough protein in that day, just to make sure my muscles can recover. I typically mix it in a smoothie to get some sort of carbohydrate source from fruit as well to help me heal and repair and feel awesome. So number four on my list is coffee. Nothing really special here. I usually just get what's ever on sale. So I just drink a cup of coffee or two every morning with a splash of milk or half and half. I used to be a coffee holic, but now I stick to about one or two cups per day and call it good. It's just something I look forward to every morning and not to sound dramatic, but it really motivates me to get out of bed. Number five on my list was also on Megan's list and that is pasture raised eggs. I eat eggs nearly every single day, whether it's for breakfast or dinner, so they are always on my list. I either make a veggie kitchen sink scramble, meaning I just throw in whatever veggies I have in with the eggs to make a delicious scramble. I usually have diced onion, tomato, spinach, bell peppers, mushrooms, or cheese to mix into my kitchen sink eggs. Or sometimes I put the eggs over avocado on whole grain sprouted toast. Now, it's important to choose pasture-raised eggs as much as possible. The chickens who lay these eggs live in a stress-free environment with fresh air, sunlight, and healthy conditions. And you can even tell there are more nutrients in those eggs just by looking at the yolk. If you compare, the pasture-raised eggs are so much deeper in color, they're kind of like an orangey-yellow color versus the standard eggs that are a dull color out color yellow. (laughs) Does that make sense? The the non-pasture raised ones are just a lot more dull. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, now I will share with you the rest of Megan's list because she also had the Faye 2% Greek yogurt and she had the pasture-raised eggs. Number three on her list is the Silk Almond Cashew Protein Milk. She says she gets vanilla flavored and chocolate every single time. And the reason is because the chocolate is really great to have just as a little glass whenever she's craving chocolate. We both keep a few treats in our freezer for whenever we want a little bit of a treat. I find it easy to keep pre-portioned things that 
will make sure I only have one instead of, you know, a whole pint of ice cream. Seems like she does the same. She keeps Yasso bars and mini blue bunny cookies and cream ice cream cones. And I get the mango bars or the mini cones from Trader Joe's. Sometimes I also keep a package of Dove dark chocolates, the individually wrapped, in case I really, really have a chocolate craving, but I just honestly prefer ice cream and cold things, so I usually keep those handy. Her second item is avocados because, duh. (laughs) Avocados go so quick, but they're quite versatile. If you don't know how to use avocados besides just putting them on toast, here are some ideas. You can add them to a smoothie to make them taste creamier. I swear they don't taste weird. The color is going to be green, but the texture is divine. You can make up guac really quickly to add to any kind of Mexican dish. You can dice them up for omelets or salads. You can substitute mayo with avocado on sandwiches, or you can mix them in dressings for salads. One of our clients on Instagram even said that she uses avocados in her cake, which I had never heard of. I've used it as pudding before if you blend it with stevia and cocoa powder, but I think a cake sounds really delicious. And if you're really savvy in the kitchen, you can even make avocado into a hummus or pasta sauce, or you can even bread them and bake them as french fries. I've never tried that. If you have, let us know because that sounds very interesting to me. Another RD staple Megan said fruit, but she chooses to buy what's ever in season and on sale. This week, she got a few North Carolina crop gala apples, and I personally have been going through a banana kick, and I'm pretty sure they are in season until October here in Florida. I like to have a small piece of fruit after a meal if I don't feel totally satisfied because the fruit kind of helps out my sweet tooth and seals the deal. And the last thing on Megan's list were carrots, and that was for her dog, Norman. And if you haven't creeped on our dogs, we're crazy dog ladies. We both have tiny little black and white puppies. Creep our Instagram at Nutritional Awareness, and you will see lots of videos of dogs surely eating carrots. If you need proof, I'm sure she'll post photos of uh, her dog, Norman, eating carrots at Sterling. So there you go. Those are some of your registered dietitian nutritionist staples that we hardly ever leave the store without. Let us know if you added any or all of these items to your list this week, or if you found any of this information really helpful. I, ho- I hope you found it helpful. I think it's kind of fun to know what people are buying. As a dietitian, whenever I'm in the store, I'm always creeping in people's carts. You know, I'm like the peeping Tom at the grocery store. So if you can relate, let us know. And until next time, have an awesome week, and we will see you around. Thank you for listening. I hope this episode was helpful. For topic requests or to apply to be a featured guest, please email kate at orlandodietitian.com. Want more nutrition awareness? Check out our blog for recipes, nutrition tips and tricks, as well as product recommendations. Our website is www.orlandodietitian.com. Dietitian is spelled D-I-E-T-I-T-I-A-N. This has been Dietitian Kate, and until next time, 